Welcome everyone to Gabbing with Babish. My name is John Newman. I'm a big fan of the hit YouTube cooking show Binging with Babish. And my name is James Nichols. I am also a big fan of the internet cooking show Binging with Babish. Binging with Babish is a YouTube cooking show where Andrew Ray makes the food from film and television and we're going to talk about it. Yes, we are episode 202, baby! (laughs) The numbers don't sound any better. 202s and heartbreak. (laughs) Yep. That famous album. If we ever get to 808, that'd be crazy. <laughs> if we got to 808, one, there's no way it would be about Babish anymore because Babish hasn't created that much content. No, he'd be dead by then. And then it would just be us. If, if 202 and Heartbreak, it would just be us doing worse versions of Dissect talking about Kanye albums. Just like no <laughs> research and being like, yeah, no, I think this, I, I don't know. <laughs> I think this one probably means that he would like juggling. <laughs> kind of um, big, big fan of juggling. 202, I think, is uh, Washington, D.C.'s area code, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, listen, there's Johnny, no way to find out. It, there's no way to prove you wrong either, so it definitely is. And honestly, D.C., you're a weird city. Uh, what are you? <laughs> like, get it together. What become state a, are you in? Yeah, become a state or don't become a state. We're all sick of you. Just... And your weird street layouts, you got you got K Street on all different sides, N Street, whatever. It's just stupid. You're a dumb city. Be part of Maryland and get it over with. <laughs> We're glad you're taxed without representation. <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't want you to have any representation in Congress. It's your fault for living there. Um, here's the thing. How are you, James? Uh I'm pretty good, Johnny. It's been a while. Uh we got a lot to catch it up on. It has been a while. Sorry, um, dear listener. Yes. I was across the pond. You were, and then I as think, some of our listeners would say, uh, "Yeah." And before that, I forget why we didn't do it. I think I was in California. Um, you were in California. That's I was. Right. I was also across the pond. Uh, right. Yeah, uh, I can say that too because there's literally thousands of ponds between me and where I was, so it counts. Um, Speaking but, of thousands of ponds, yeah, I was going to say, but still, somehow, I believe it was our guest's fault that we didn't record. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Uh, should introduce I introduce him? him? Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Mr. Joe Strix. Uh, across the pond, I believe, actually, it's called Uni. Hi, boys. How are we doing? <laughs> it sure is called Uni. <laughs> also, I did some research. I didn't hear what you guys were talking Obviously, you guys keep me in a soundproof room before <laughs> yes, I'm uh, allowed in. Sure. Uh, this is just a fun fact, uh, apropos of nothing. Uh, did you know that 202 is Washington D.C.'s area code? Is that right? And that it's, and that it's one of the 43 area codes in Ludacris's song "Area Codes." What are the other 42? No, we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> I do, I do, I just want to quickly shout out that he has some wild ones in here. Like he has major cities like L.A. and San Francisco and like Philadelphia. He also has Hampton Roads, Virginia, and Shreveport, Louisiana. Yeah, how much? That's pretty I, cool. I do wonder. I do wonder how much actual research was put into that or if he was just saying numbers that sounded cool and then they were like hey luda you got to go back in that is explicitly not uh <laughs> an area code yeah 100 that happened multiple times they did cover a lot of the major metropolitan areas the fact that he has someone in Hon- honolulu is pretty cool i think that's fine that yeah i uh wait yeah. now when also- you say he has he has someone what is <laughs> yes what is- so he has uh, sorry, Ludacris has a hoe in Honolulu. Thank you. And really, you could say that this hoe puts the hoe in Honolulu in, in a certain sense. 
Just you could say that is all I'm saying. Joe, thank you for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. It's so nice to be back together, boys. It is great. Uh, it's good that nothing happened while we were out, and everyone enjoyed the summer break that we always take. <laughs> That's right. We did, we weren't on a break. You were on a break. Yeah, it's this is yeah. your fault. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have time I, to listen because you were off doing some fun things for summer. So we respected your space, and we didn't record. Do you remember at the beginning of the year when our New Year's resolution was to not openly antagonize our <laughs> listeners? No, I don't remember that. And honestly, I'm sick. Uh, I'm mad that we even thought that. Okay, Joe. Yeah, Joe, you're remembering wrong. Someone wrote in and told us that, and we yelled at them. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, anyway, fuck you, cowards. Yeah. Uh, what's yeah, up? Yeah, Welcome we love back, you. Nerds. Please don't abandon us. <laughs> we got so many emails to get through. <laughs> uh, James, how was California? <coughs> what did you eat? Um, I ate, God, I ate some really good stuff. Um, California was cool. Um, it was – San Diego left me underwhelmed, if I'm being honest. But I think that was the fault of being there in the summer. Because I'm sure if I went to San Diego in January – um, when it's cold and miserable here, I would have been like, oh, this is heaven on earth. It's wonderful weather, and it's you're in your shorts, and you can do whatever you want all year round. But I just went in the summer, so it was just like another hot place that was also – it just was summer. And, like, it was really humid there, and all the San Diego people were like, oh, it's not normally this humid. I'm like, okay, well, yeah. this is all I have to go on. This is miserable. I spent two summers in San Diego, and it was never humid. Yeah, it was very humid. And then also, San Diego was existing on the hubris of, oh, we don't need air conditioning in a lot of places. And let me tell you, they did the week I was there, and a lot of places were very uncomfortable to be in because their air conditioner was not up to the standards of the heat, and I was sweaty. It was just a sweaty time. All that said, hey. I had a great time. It was for a friend's wedding. The food was absolutely delicious. I had some of the best tacos I've ever had in my entire life. Uh, I had Ooh. a fantastic California burrito that was really good uh, that I messed I up and should have sour burrito. cream in. And, then, and a California burrito is just a burrito that you eat in California? Is that correct? Um, correct. It, it's literally yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, You can fill burrito. it with truly anything. Yes. Yeah. There's yeah. no distinguishing features aside from geography. Um, right. And it is also a sandwich. Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> Um, <laughs> the, the wedding was good. The wedding food was delicious. Some of the best carrots I've ever had. That's how good these carrots were that they, they are the thing that I remember from the meal. Stood out. Yeah. That, that's what was nice. Yeah. Um, were they on a string in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> or were they under a box that was propped up with a stick? <laughs> I was trapped in there for hours, but they were, it was worth it. Um, was someone eating one while saying, what's Tater's precious? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> What's taters, precious? Oh, God. Um, Did someone dress up like Bugs Bunny slash Gollum at the wedding? That would be a good thing. I would buy that for that, my wife. <laughs> you should make the groomsmen... Joe, jo, jo, you should dress as Gollum and then make your groomsmen dress as Bugs Bunny. Or vice versa. I, I, yeah, yeah you get first choice and then cloth. we'll do the opposite. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it was, yeah, it was great. The tacos, again, the tacos were so good. We went to a place, I think it was called Tacos El Gordo. I believe it was, what, in Chula Vista. Ah, tacos by Gordon. Yes. <laughs> was that Gordon Ramsay's tacos? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was just beef Wellington surrounded by a tortilla. <laughs> I believe tacos El Gordo is it's uh, Spanish for I have an iPhone. No. Uh, yeah. Listen, I, it's yeah. fine. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> 
um, yeah, it was great. It was a good time. Um, that's Johnny. You yeah, go. You're next. I John. go. I was this in is London. How we transition. And then I was in Ireland. Uh, similar experience with the heat. London is not prepared for heat. And I was there during no. a heat wave. I stayed in a hotel that didn't have air conditioning. And it was one of the worst nights of my life. It was <laughs> awful. Yeah, Johnny. And all of their... Uh, Johnny, I, so good. I, I could relate to you a little bit because I was in Paris. Uh, listen, world traveler. Uh, like 15 years ago. <laughs> also during a heat wave. We're and all Europe, very Europe cultured. truly is not prepared. Because they build their buildings to keep heat in and like every time there's a heat wave in europe like thousands of people die like it's a true problem and it's only gonna get worse but oh it sure is um mine did not sound nearly as bad as yours because ours was just like we moved the bed over to the window and just had all the windows wide open and just slept sweaty but you said you had to like take showers during the night to stay cool and like yeah i was overheating in the night and it was just, it was truly brutal. I also historically do not handle heat well. Uh, my You're girlfriend, a fair-skinned man. You, you come from northern yeah. climes. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't, uh, it was really bad. And then I uh, was miserable the next day and took a nap and then was finally a little bit better and ate some lovely fish and chips. Ah, I don't have a joke ready for that. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, um, I ate some. I ate some nice food over there. Uh, the wedding we went to was in rural Ireland, and they had very good food there. There were sheep all around. We had some lamb. I was hoping it was from something they slaughtered earlier that day, like Gordon uh, Ramsay. So like, did you? Did you could take a look at the kill site? Yeah. Did you point at it and go, "Ooh, yummy, yummy, yummy!" Like, give like me Gordon that. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the lamb was Johnny, Johnny interrupts the ceremony to go, ooh, food for later. <laughs> when sheep in the background. Uh, yeah, it, the, the lamb was excellent. The food at the wedding itself, I had a steak, and it was uh, uh, so well-cooked. So, I mean, well-cooked, I mean, so uh, horribly cooked. It was... Uh, <laughs> It was overdone. It was so well, well done. Yeah, it, it was, is nuts it was a that bummer. they say that they say well done, which normally would be a good thing, but for steaks is an aggressively bad thing. Right. Hold yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I, when I'm walking on the street and people say well done and I bow, that's normally what I expect the steak to be like. Do they have <laughs> different standards for what constitutes rare and what? Like, do you like? Did you say the wrong thing? Like, is rare uni over there, and is medium rare crisps? <laughs> yeah. Right. right. Maybe maybe this is on you, John, and you didn't say it the right, right way. The scale goes, I believe it's uni, trainers, rubbish, uh, a football, but like their football. Yeah. And that's the whole way yeah. you say it. I, I saw a tweet today because the euro is now, uh, the dollar is now like ahead of the euro. And someone posted this. Yes. Suck it. And said it's called, <laughs> said it's called soccer now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I had a lovely fish and chips in Ireland. Uh, yeah, I, overall, I mean, I had like British food. I like British food. I think it's good. I think that it's gotten a bad rap. I had a sausage roll, which was excellent. Ooh. I had many sausage rolls, actually. Did you have any I had pies? a scotch egg. Yeah, I had a, uh, a Guinness and, uh, and like steak pie, steak oh, and Guinness pie. God, that sounds so Ooh. good. A steak and ale pie, I believe is what it was called. Um, it was great. I drank a lot of Guinness. I drank a lot of other beers. Uh, yeah, it was Did lovely. you win the time. Guinness you, game? No, I didn't. We didn't even play the Guinness game. Wow! I didn't really. What is the you Guinness coward. game? The Guinness game is you get a you get a glass of Guinness and you your first pull of the of the Guinness you try to get it so that the line of the foam is between the harp and the word Guinness on your glass. Oh! If I'm being honest, I didn't even play. 
uh, <laughs> I thought about it Johnny's afterwards. Just, Johnny Johnny was playing drink the whole Guinness at once <laughs> and won every time. <laughs> we took a tour of the Guinness factory and on the first floor uh, there was a th- like a thing on the one of those signs that was like this gives Guinness its distinct ruby red color and I was like oh buddy you don't know what color your own beer is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course they don't. Johnny they're drunk all the time. They can't see anything yeah. straight. What I'm, color is this ruby red? <laughs> I'm like you spelled dark brown weird. <laughs> <laughs> it is it is a land of uh, muted beiges, isn't it? It is. Yeah, I, I've never been, but that's the vibe I get. <laughs> it was gr- the the, uh, the people of Ireland were incredibly kind. Uh, I couldn't understand them sometimes, but they were great. Uh, yeah, I had a really nice time. Uh, my body is very confused right now. Doesn't know why I'm awake. Yeah, when did you arrive back? In the United States of America? Uh, yes. Yeah. Land of the free, Land home of the, of the free, brave. Home of the brave. <laughs> yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> I arrived 24 hours ago. Last night. Okay, so yeah, you're screwing. Yes. Damn. Uh, did you get, Johnny, when you say you couldn't understand them, is it that they were saying things like, oh, we have to go and do maths? And you were like, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then they kept saying crisps, and I was like, what? What is this? I did like I sent you and Joey a photo of uh, your Joe. I sent both of you. Yeah, doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> you're the same. No, you're only uh, speaking to me. You're only speaking to me, John. Joe is not here. Sorry. Do not. What people do don't not realize about Joe. this podcast is that James and Joe are just the ventriloquist team, and James has been doing both <laughs> yeah, parts this whole yeah, time. Yeah, Joe does not exist. He sits on my lap and stays in my closet. <laughs> I'm a racist Jeff Dunham creation. Keep going. Uh, if I'm being honest, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Someone's going to isolate. I hope someone isolates me saying I'm a racist. <laughs> Put it in an email. Yeah, please. Uh, do you remember um, what I was talking about? I sure don't. Uh, nope. All right, great. Johnny, I'll be honest. Since you started talking, wasn't listening. Oh, I, I remember now. <laughs> I sent you both a photo of a bag of chips and said, look, crisps. And then James zoomed in on it and said chips on the bag. And I was like, I, oh, no, they're yeah, not even, felt, They're not going to believe I was there. Yeah, I felt betrayed for myself because you definitely weren't in England. But if you were in England, I felt yeah. betrayed for you because you weren't getting the true experience. Yeah, yeah you, were you in some sort of like weird section of like Harry Potterville in Universal or something where they sell kettle chips? Yeah, which they, which they call chips, you know. What I, I uh, the text I sent to you was, "Oh no, I've been found out. I'm in Little Rock, Arkansas, right now." <laughs> what if I Famously, went to Little Rock to try to fool you that I was in London, and that was really my plan? That'd be beautiful. Famously, Britophiles is that what it is? I feel like a Britophile is someone who's really into water. <laughs> Ang- Anglophile. Anglophile. No, no, that's yes. people who are really into anglers. <laughs> really, they love fishing. Yeah, they're called yeah. fish heads. I love I love I love to go out with my Anglos. <laughs> no, <laughs> Joe, you can't say that. Only they can say that. Uh, we went to Oxford. We went to Oxford Anglos. one day. Oxford is very cool. It is so old. It's we the went to one of the colleges. Place. It's so old. It's I've I've read about it. It's so it's so much older than you think it is. You want to talk about a place that needs air conditioning? Jeez, Louise. Uh, we went. We toured Maudlin College, which is one of the oldest colleges. They have a building called uh, the New Building, which was built in 1840, because the rest of it was built in the 1200s. <laughs> hey, that's pretty fresh. There's a Honestly, building there built in 1840 called the New Building. <laughs> Which would be great. It would be great to be like they bring out an architect for a new project and they just call it the newer building. It's built. <laughs> it's built right in. You got bits galore right there. Right. 
What are they going to call it? Uh, Strangest but... things? All right. <laughs> <laughs> I was in Rhode Island. We can keep moving on. Ooh, Don't I'm need sure to talk you, about it. You probably had some nice seafood. I did. I had uh, a whole mess of delicious stuffies. Are we familiar? No. Not with a stuffy, no. Stuffies, how to explain? Uh, take a crab cake and put it on a clamshell, and that's stuffy. That sounds great. Uh, isn't, that just a, isn't it just a stuffed clam? Yeah, essentially. Oh, okay. Um, they were great. I had one that was like uh, with chorizo. Uh, Ooh. Incredible. Yeah. Chorizo? Really, really good. And it wasn't super overpowering, the chorizo. Uh, it was just uh, a good complement to the seafood within. Um, had some really good crab cakes. No filler, just crab. Really awesome. Um, and it's a great way to stay in shape. We <laughs> can keep going. Um, Excellent. Well, the boys I will wait. well. I do want to note that this past two weeks, this past week was the farthest apart that the three of us have ever been. As a, a great as emotionally, a emotionally, that's why we didn't record. No, we didn't travel. We yeah. were just in a in a deep, deep emotional fight. <laughs> um, <laughs> Emotion fight. Yeah. No, like but Mortal I Kombat. was yeah. I was in San Diego, California. Joe was in New York and Rhode Island, and then you were in London, England. And that's that's half the globe, baby. We're taking over. Yep. Three of the whiter places you can uh-huh. be. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> World travelers except, still stay. Except San Diego, because you're right there by Tijuana. But No, it's still really white. Gut gut wrenchingly yeah. white. <laughs> That's uh, what we do. But yeah, that was a very fun thing that you pointed out. And um I felt it deep in my soul and I was less I was less than during that time. Mm-hmm. I was not my full self. Well uh, speaking of yeah. full selves. Let's talk about SpongeBob SquarePants. He's got holes in him. What's up with that? That is wild. <laughs> uh, we've discussed SpongeBob a number of times on this podcast. I Correct. would say that number has been eight. I think you're probably in the neighborhood. Yeah, somewhere if you're around not there. Spot on. Um, uh, yeah, we don't need to <clears throat> go over the the show too much. There was one thing that I noticed that I remembered um, see, from seeing this clip that I think SpongeBob doesn't get enough credit for is. SpongeBob so accurately reflects the utter contempt that service workers have for people like service just work. yeah just for service work and for people in general like the in this clip just the face that the ice cream attendant guy the soda jerk or whatever he is is making yeah. while like cleaning something is so, just so perfectly does it and like Squidward's basically entire worldview while working yeah. at the uh, Krusty uh, Krab, like it's just amazing. They really do nail just that. It's just a small little detail <laughs> that they really completely <laughs> nail. Squidward, there's that one cutaway in one of the earlier seasons where it cuts. I think it's in the uh, Krusty Krab training video where it's like Squidward doesn't dress like he wants to be at work, and then he's wearing that huge purple button that says, "I really wish I weren't here right now." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is a, an underlying. There's also that episode where uh, SpongeBob and Squidward go on strike. Super uh, pro union move. It's awesome. Yeah, and I mean, Mr. Crab is just shown as a rapacious capitalist through the entire thing. So it's it's truly wonderful. Yeah. And a thinly veiled Jewish man, but <laughs> is he? It's neither here nor yon. Is he? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I might be projecting. <laughs> Hollywood has a history, James. I mean, yeah. We can't ignore it. It is weird that mm-hmm. season three episode that was titled The Protocols of the Elders of Zion. That was a strange <laughs> move. But. 
<laughs> San- Sandy was handing out some pretty questionable propaganda. Well, and there's that 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 character, the the crab catcher, who's always trying to catch Mr. Krabs and put him into a crab ghetto. <laughs> Remember that black and white epic called Squidward's List? <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Jews. You know, we do that. <laughs> uh, we like Except to have if Squidward fun. Were, if Squidward were Schindler, he wouldn't be the little girl. <laughs> no, 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 Squidward's every character. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what if, that might be the what's the worst like spongebob like take a movie and then adapt it with spongebob characters you could do <laughs> yeah, i mean that's up there Schindler, schindler's list is certainly up there uh yeah i'm trying to think of any <laughs> the pianist any, but it's just the patrick <laughs> it, it's really it's all Holocaust it's, movies. It's, yeah, yeah yeah anything really, that yeah. even remotely references sandy's the, choice <laughs> <laughs> San, let's be honest though sandy was not, sandy is the nazis it, 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 sandy is a hundred she is texting yeah yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Uh, maybe old boy. <laughs> Do you guys know old boy? Yeah. No. Where it's just SpongeBob just comes out of imprisonment, and just murders people, and then has sex with his daughter. <laughs> yeah. Sponge Sponge Roberta. Yes. Uh, he should be tipped off by the fact that her name is Sponge Roberta. Yeah. <laughs> it's on, it's on him oh, what's what's this about? <laughs> Uh, an addendum. Uh, when did we do the Battle Crawl Saul episode? It wasn't too long ago. Was it last episode or was it two ago? Uh, I can find that out for you, Johnny. It was it was fairly recent. Since uh, doing it, I started watching the show, and I'm on season four right now because I had a lot of airplane time. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's so good. I need to. Wa- I would very much like to watch. And it. I've I'm seen a bunch of chatter on Twitter. Apparently, the season the series ended, and people love the ending. They say it's like a perfect end to the show. So I'm very excited to get there. Oh, yeah, we did. The last episode was Poyos Hermanos. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, I've watched four seasons since then, which shows uh, how long it's been Christ. since we recorded. <laughs> I mean, even like, it's nuts, A, that they made a show, because what, from what I gather, it's like different enough from Breaking Bad, but has enough tie ins that, like, it's because it's a different kind of show. It's, but, the, like, it's a different kind of show, but it's very much tonally the same as Breaking similarly Bad. Similarly paced, yeah. And there's so um, many Oak character overlaps. It's like the perfect sure. amount of. You get your Breaking Bad fix, but it is a completely yeah. different story. I, I'm I'm excited to watch it because like for like you know for Vince Gilligan and the rest of them to like just land the plane perfectly twice is kind of insane. And also, I thought uh, El Camino as a movie was great and landed the plane again. So that's three landings. Yeah, it's important f- to land. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, I started. Did you guys start uh, House of the Dragon, or did you completely fall off on Game of Thrones? I'll watch no, it. How many? I'm very excited, but it the first episode was last night, wasn't it? It was. All right, so fucking it's, relax, I, buddy. I, All right. Yeah. I, I'm just. Hey, can you fucking chill, dude? God. No. Give yeah. me a second. Have you met me? Right. God. That being said, I watched it four times. <laughs> <laughs> to make up for James. John was life. actually in uh, London. He was actually five hours ahead, so it premiered when he was leaving, and then. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and there they call it House of the Crisps. Keep going. Anyway, I think I'm gonna let it get ahead a couple ups, and then I'll give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, it's. I bring it up only because, like, for to your point about Better Call Saul having like the right amount of like call, I guess forwards like and character overlap. There are a couple bits, and I know it's like a pilot and it's an establishing episode, but there are a couple of things where it felt like, hey, remember, or like. Here, draw a. Pa- this is an easy thing for you to draw a parallel. Right. You yeah. Know? yeah. 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 But also, I, but, I I have high hopes for the show because it is a 
show that what the subject that it's about is is written and established that and they're never they're yes. never going to go past they're not waiting the IP, for some new thing yeah, where they're going to be like yes. okay now we make the decisions and we're bad at it and a key thing with this one too is that the showrunners like what is it benioff and weiss like very clearly like were showrunners first and to see like the after episode thing that hbo does like after you know all the shows the guys who are running the show this time around are just like Thrones nerds who are like, we want the mat- we yeah. want this to be, you know, loyal to material, uh-huh. and make decisions that are based on the lore. And it's you know, it got me back into like reading about the like era that they're covering in what has already been written. It's just I'm hopeful for it as well. But there were a couple moments in the pilot where I was like, oh, that's like a real pilot ass move. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> What if anyway. the dragons were made of sponges? He brings it back. <laughs> oh, game of sponges. And we're back in the bit. Uh, yeah. Uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Great show. He makes uh, an ice cream sundae. This is, we've seen him make ice cream so many times. The only difference, well, he says that this is the best ice cream he's ever made. It looks good, but it's very like standard ice cream procedure. It- yeah, it yeah, it's a standard ice cream episode. It was enjoyable because it was like a quick episode. It did look unbelievable because like the ice cream held its shape really well. Like it looked like hard ice cream, but it looked soft. Like it looked very I don't know what's pliable. Like it looked he, malleable. Malle- yeah. He was able to like get a spoon through it very easily while it was still looking like a hard ice cream, which is the best. That's an awesome when ice cream is like that, when it's like that higher quality, it does, it's not like frozen solid. Like I just, yeah, it looked good. Yeah. Which I believe he attributed to the red seaweed ex- extract Th- that's that he right. added. Yeah, to yeah. Um, I don't remember what it was uh, called. Do you remember what it was called? It was like nope. Uh, no, I don't. It was some longer. But yeah, he wanted to mimic a SpongeBob, like putting something from the sea in it, and it was. It also was like a texture aid, which was it's, great. It's called carrageenan. Oh yeah, carrageenan. Yeah, yep, carrageenan. That's right. Um. Yeah. It was. Yeah. It was a fun episode. It was. It was entertaining. I will ask: Have any? Have either of you ever gotten? Actually, gotten a uh, banana split or a banana sundae? Yeah. This was, a, sure. this was essentially like a banana split. Right. I like a banana split. I'm. A, I'm in favor. I have never gotten one uh, because I do not feel the need. James, I feel I like I you. Would... I feel like you hate the concept of a banana. Split. I just don't get. Like the one thing that that was is always holding me back. He did in this episode where like I love banana pudding. I fucking love banana pudding. Banana right. But he put. I don't want a cold banana. Does that make sense? Because like banana pudding is the it's cold, but this feels like a step further. And like if there's even a chance that a banana is like frozen in any way or beyond being very mush, like being able to slide a spoon through it, then I'm. I'm out, and I don't. You're out. Yeah, I don't want that. I don't. Have you never had a, a frozen chocolate covered banana? No, God, no. Or I would never. I would never. No, I would never fucking. Do you that. know James's thought about chocolate covered fruit. Yeah, and uh, and like frozen. I like to conveniently forget. Froze, a banana, to me, also like the thought a banana you're supposed to eat by just like chomping through it and just like all right, I'm biting through. The thought of that being like hard like makes my teeth hurt, and I'm I'm like oh, oh I, see, I see what you mean. Oh, this goes I, back to the, all, this goes back I, to the whole thing we talked about. Remember, I, I sent you guys the photo of the choco taco, and I was like, this is a yeah. patently insane way to eat a choco Delivery taco system. because there's no way you bite with your teeth purely straight through like that. This goes back to that, and we and we disagreed wholly. But you disagree, I see yeah, but point. you were wrong. So there's the there's <laughs> the problem. 
For the listener, James sent us a photo of the package of a Choco Taco, and there's very distinct teeth marks in it, like you took a big bite through it with the front teeth, and James thought that was insane, to which I responded with, every marketing photo of an ice cream bar has that same type of bite through it. Yeah, and everyone is wrong. Yeah, it's a be. It, it's just a clean, you guys. Delicious. You guys unsheath your teeth and like bite through it because like I will gum it. Yeah, you no, gum no, it no. like like Joe's no. doing right now. Yeah, yeah. Of course not. Well, but yeah, it's a marketing my teeth photo are involved in the equation. Whatever. Fuck the marketing photo. I want a I want a sloppy, weird looking thing because you couldn't <laughs> slice through it. Yeah, yeah. you want I'm imagining, you want on the I'm box of James. ice cream a bite that makes people go ew. Yeah, listen. I'm like <laughs> yeah, listen, that I'm like sell. Kendrick. I'm sick and tired of the Photoshop. All right. Just give me that true fucking... Show me something natural. Yes, exactly. Like, like ass with some stretch You exactly. are just Joe like Kendrick. Talk, talk yeah. stretch Joe, Joe Normally it. when people say, what's James like? I'm like, he's like Kendrick. Correct. <laughs> in, that he, in that he is not your savior. Um, uh, back to banana splits. The thing is that banana splits, usually it's not a cold banana. It's a room temp banana. Okay, with so then I would cream. be more on board. I would be... Oops, sorry. I hit my mic. Uh, I would be more on board with that. Um, but yeah, I also... I think it's nice. You also don't love whipped cream, and whipped cream is a big part of the banana correct. split. That's, it's like whipped cream is doing a lot of the heavy lifting there, and it's like, oh, look how fun this looks. It's like, I'm not about the visuals. I'm about the substance. Um, yeah. But it's also just... It's just there's so many more things, most peanut butter related, that I would order before I would get to the banana right, split. Right, sure, that's fair. I I, I respect and appreciate that. Mm. Uh, the reason a peanut buster parfait. Oh, sorry. Oh yeah, no, I was yeah. just gonna say the reason Babbage fr- float froze these bananas is so they could be arms. It was purely an ath- aesthetic decision. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say a similar thing. Just like there are there are. At least at any given point, ten things I'm getting before I think about a banana split. Also, shout to um, our man, uh, just risking it for the biscuit, being possibly deathly allergic to bananas and still eating the ice cream all around it. I, but still cowardly for not including the scene of him either, like gargling up uh, foam <laughs> or uh, stabbing himself with an apple. Yeah, I want to see. Yeah, would have been correct. Fun. That would have been a nice yeah. touch. Oh, all the bananas. <laughs> Big shout-out to our boy Babish for not dying in this episode. Uh, and also big shout-out for him putting uh, whiskey in the ice cream because that sounded good as well. Yeah, <laughs> but he did, at the end, like just pour it on like a slob and ruin the ice cream. <laughs> yeah, so Babish makes the ice cream, then he assembles it to look like a person with banana arms and uh, a fudge hair, and then he put M&Ms as the eyes and a little Twizzler as the mouth. Uh, overall, he did a pretty good job of constructing it, but then at the end, he just doused it in whiskey as a fun little thing at the end, and it looked upsetting <laughs> if, I, if i'm being honest I, I think my biggest issue with it is that i didn't come up with it like mm. that's a it is an unostensibly good bit to just be like bleh, bleh, you know <laughs> just ruin the, uh, ruin a beautiful thing for, just pour whiskey on what, top of it for, inter- for internet points but uh i did i i do i always like when we have to do uh any egg tempering in this show because uh, I think it's always fun when the little bowl of eggs, egg yolks get swaddled. Um, and it also this time around made me think about like the early attempts <sighs> at egg tempering. And like it, it could have only been botched. And there was a decent, there was probably a decent stretch before they figured it out where people were like just eating sugary scrambled eggs because it was better than like dirt and bones <laughs> and, and whatever else people ate. Yeah, you know what, <laughs> think, what no, people that's, famously that's what people ate like. back in the day? Yeah. It was yeah. dirt and bones. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I just thought that that Dirt and bones sounds like an upscale episode. Manhattan, like, Michelin star restaurant. Like, oh, you guys haven't had dirt <laughs> yeah. and, You haven't been to dirt and bones? 
all the all the plates come with a little bit of dirt. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, also, like, I should say, all of the bars in London have the most insane names. It's just like the random word and the random word. Yeah, it's all like the King's oh, nice. Arms or like the 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 Queen's <laughs> Skirt or something like that. Or Jeff, with, but it's spelled G E O. We're all going down to Jeff, but it's spelled weird. <laughs> that goes directly against the convention that John just laid out. No, no, yeah, no, like there's no. this, there's a famous yes, car in Oxford the, that we went the, to. And called, then a random word, random word, like, or it's just Jeff. Okay, okay. Be that as it may, I like my thing. <laughs> Joe was like, I'm not going to listen to the previous thing that was said. I'm going to do this. <laughs> no, yeah. And it wasn't quite a yes, it, it wasn't quite a no but, but it definitely oh, was. Oh, like come yes on, Dad. We're all going to get pissed at Jeff. <laughs> come on, you chaps. <laughs> The name, Come to Jeff. The name of the bar in Oxford that was famous is the Eagle and Child. Like, how is that? <laughs> uh, which which was named as such because at one point there was a child who was sitting on the steps and it was carried away by an eagle. Right. And then they said, we need to name a bar after this incident. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I would imagine a lot of them are named after, like, traumas from <laughs> de- centuries oh, ago. 100%. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's called, one of them was called the Plague and COVID-19. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there was the rape and the pillage. You know, you got to go <laughs> oh, down for man. a pint at the rape and the yeah, pillage. Yeah, just don't go on Thursday night. It's ladies' night. You don't want to yeah. be there. <laughs> You're not allowed to be there. <laughs> yeah. Not after what happened. <laughs> um, all in all, good app. Fun app. Looked like a nice little ice cream sundae. Uh, loved it. Yeah. And it's also nice, you know, finally something for for those of us. for I mean, for all of us who have that most common appliance, an ice cream maker. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, yeah, what I a large like what a large us. kitchen I would need to have an ice cream maker. Yeah, yeah again, <laughs> similar to the the the, uh, the banana split being way down on my list of things that I would want. So is the ice cream maker. I'm like, I never want that. I I I could have the largest kitchen in the world. I don't think an ice cream maker would be in there. I don't know that I'll ever necess I'll ever have the necessity to be necessity or desire. Uh, are you, really? Are you saving money? <laughs> How how much money are you saving? <laughs> how much money are you currently spending on store bought ice cream <laughs> that you gotta get the fix <laughs> from inside the house? Uh, any other thoughts? Uh, stray observations? I have no thoughts. Nope. Um. All right. Shall we correspond with the coward? Let's do sure. it. Sure. This one comes to us from our buddy Ian, he of the recent uh, full <laughs> listen-through of the podcast. Oh, God, his mental health uh, has to be declining rapidly. <laughs> yeah, he's, it's just a picture of his face with a gun pointing <laughs> yeah, at him. I, I was going to say, <laughs> God, if we are responsible for somebody's suicide, that's really going to be a damper on this whole but thing. He's smile- <laughs> but he's also smiling, so we'll he see. He becomes the no, Joker. Uh, <laughs> Hi, boys. It's me, Ian. I'm the Joker now. Uh, <laughs> Ian... Uh, sent us an email, podcast email, it says. Ooh. Hey, John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. I made it to episode 125. Side note, if these are getting annoying, sorry about that. Uh, no Ian, way. This is great. Ian, they are not. We, well, are, we are fascinated and we are submitting you to a case study at our university to yeah. make sure that... We are, we're going to study your brain like Junior Seau <laughs> after he got CTE. Uh, y'all have been talking about Survivor a lot. Nice. Yeah, uh, you've reached that God phase. damn it. <laughs> And I never watched Survivor because I blamed it for the mole failing, so it's interesting to hear everything about it. <laughs> is And the mole 
was a show where people had to figure out if there was a, a like an the animal that was a mole that was on the show. They had to figure out which person was actually secretly. I heard the mole was very mole. good. I would go back and watch the mole. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, well, I think I, I think Tony's obviously the mole, and it just cuts to Tony sitting on a, on a stool, and it's just a tiny little mole just sitting there, like like sniffing around. Sub- subtitles for his sniffs. <laughs> I, I don't know why they would think I'm the mole. <laughs> Wasn't the mole like kind of like a Big Brothery type show, but one person, yeah, one it, person was, I guess, committing espionage for the Russians or something. A group of 14 American strangers undertake an array of physical and mental challenges. That's that's the pitch. Got it. I'm into it. Great. Um, anyway, uh, if you had a time machine, is there a season of Survivor you think you would do well on? Like one you think uh, you could do... <laughs> I'm turning against Stop. Ian. I'm turning against Ian. Stop. Very no, this is, a, this is a generous question. Like one you think you could do most of the challenges or manipulate the other contestants. Uh, and we'll get to the rest of his email after a minute. I would like to speak to that first. Johnny, do you have any initial thoughts? Okay, so I would want to go back to one of the earlier seasons where they didn't know how to play the game well yet, and I would just take advantage of it. So the first one that comes to mind is China. uh, Interesting. Because it was uh, on the cusp of where they started to value... Gameplay. Yeah, being deceitful. But I think that's one of the ones that's credited as like turning, uh, like being a a, a shift in how Survivor is played. Um, Absolutely. I think I could go and uh, do that one better. But that would not be a fun one to do because they're not on a beach. They're not on a beach. It is a, It is one of the more difficult seasons, I believe. Um, in terms of casts, I think I could uh, screw over. Thailand is an objectively bad season of television. Uh, but I feel like <laughs> I could take down the big bad from that season. Right. Um, in terms of locations... Uh, probably co wrong, so I could just get a uh, heat stroke and then get airlifted off the season. Oof, that was crazy, that was crazy. Um, and then I'd come back and uh, do moderately well the second time around. Nice. Um, yeah. James, what do you think? I yeah. would, I would choose any season, and I would just bring a gun, and then I would win. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's nuts is because early on, the people were allowed to bring a luxury item. No one ever bought yeah. like, a gun. No one ever brought a gun because they're. Dumb. I would just bring a gun, what? a fully loaded gun, and I would say, hey, yeah, sure. I win. And I would point it at people <laughs> until I got, well, yeah. well, I don't know, whether they wear a crown or something in I, the end. I like the idea of you, you like strategizing and like playing the game, but you're just kind of like waving it around. <laughs> oh, honestly. yeah. Like gesturing. Yes, exactly. It never leaves my hand. <laughs> <laughs> I sleep on that thing. Uh, there, is a, there was a guy on the Thailand season who brought a skateboard to the beach. <laughs> great apparently uh, ca- apparently the, 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 how casting dresses them is wild what they put them in on the beach is not their choice yeah. at all right because they all have to wear co- like colors that are vaguely affiliated with the tri- now at least they have to wear colors that are vaguely affiliated with the tribe they're going to be right on. and i bet that person who brought a skateboard that like wasn't their call uh no i think by then at that point it was still very much being figured out Although, actually, you might be right. I think they did give him a skateboard to give him one to, like, paint a picture of him, now that I think about it. Um, and he was a huge asshole. It was a bad season. Um, Ian continues, what I am watching is Alone, which is fantastic. There's one season on Netflix, and the rest of them you can stream directly off of the History Channel website. And goddamn, what a show. Hey, good job, the History Channel, for continuing to focus on history. <laughs> if it happened in the past, it's technically history. 
and alone happened in the past. Right. And if it happened hypothetically, then it's also on the History Channel. Yeah. <laughs> right. The second yeah. History Channel does anything live, people are going to lose yeah. their goddamn minds. Unless it's a live, like, recreation of, I don't know, a Civil War battle or what if Hitler was an alien kind of stuff. <laughs> this did happen in the past, theoretically. <laughs> Uh, and also, as soon as it happens, it is then in the past. <laughs> uh, like nine episodes of... Uh, Ian, continue. Sorry. Like nine episodes of really great struggling against the cruelty of nature, and then three episodes of people slowly dying in a season, and I don't understand how they can make it. Thanks for the podcast from Ian. It sounds similar to Naked and Afraid, which I had a recent short, like, uh, while well, we were on... Uh, not this vacation, but the last one we were on. Uh, I just was like falling asleep watching Naked and Afraid. Weird, just weird. Because there is an element of where like there's a s- small undercurrent of like these people are ostensibly attractive most of the time and naked and in a shelter made of like sand and leaves. And Do you afraid. think they'll fuck? It might be cool for the fuck. But they're too afraid and they're too cold and scared. Um,. Have either of you watched Alone? No, but I've heard good things about it. So this uh, is further fuel that I should watch that and The Mole. Um, I have not because none of these shows appeal to me because no one has a gun. <laughs> what, what is it? Gun aside, let's say, let's say we live in a utopia where guns have been done away with. What, what is it that's holding you back? I just don't like reality TV in general. That's fair. Yeah, and like, is it because it's too real? Yeah, it, ca- it really can't just handle cuts. the reality of it. <laughs> yeah, um, no, I just, I don't know. I just never they just never hooked me, and I don't like. Uh, I don't know. I don't. I, I think I hate most people, and particularly the people who participate on reality TV. I don't like, and so is, I don't like to make them it, the focus of what I watch. It's very pompous of naked and afraid to assume that all you have to do like. As if, as if being naked was alone wasn't cause for being afraid. Like anytime I am naked, I am scared. You know. <laughs> yeah. I don't need. We I don't need to be out com- in the wilderness. Yeah, we can be in the comfort of my own house. I am a little afraid. The entire time I'm in the shower, I'm like, oh, oh, you know. <laughs> senses. <laughs> oh no. Senses are heightened. <laughs> uh, I think that's. It, Johnny, do you have any other survivor points you want to bring up? No, I don't think so. Ian, thank you for the email. I think that's great. Uh, I got nothing else. (laughs) (laughs) If you like it. If you like the podcast, uh, please like and subscribe. Uh, give us those five-star reviews. Uh, if you want to follow us for more content, we're at Gab with Bab on Twitter. We're Gab with Babish on Instagram. If you want to send us emails like Ian did, Ian, thank you. That rules. Keep them coming. Uh, seriously, though, talk to your loved ones and make sure – just check in. Just make sure you're doing okay after listening to every episode of this podcast. Uh, send that to gabbingwithbabish at gmail.com. Send those emails, baby. Bye. Bye, everybody. Bye. 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 Bye.